With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to take a bite out of the competition? Are you looking for ideas to make your business better? Welcome to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. Sponsored by Apple Capital Group. At the core of every successful business, you'll find people making a difference. And with each episode of The Core Business Show, we talk with those people, examine those ideas, and explore the strategies that make them special. Now, the host of The Core Business Show, Tim Jacquet. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jacquet, your host. Today, I have the pleasure of talking about a book called Haunted Florida, a guide to the departed souls. Uh, and our special guest today is uh, Kimberly uh, Reedman. She's, gonna, she's an author of this particular book. She's in her volume one. If you'd like to join the conversation, please call us at 347-324-3460 or pose your question in the chat room or email us at info at the Core Business Show. Kimberly, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me. How you doing? Uh, great. I guess to begin with, kind of tell us about yourself, our audience love personal stories uh, about our guests. So if you mind, just kind of segue and tell us how you got started. Okay, well, um, I'm originally from Hollywood, Florida, and um, I've been doing this now for 20 years. Uh, this marks my 20th year this year. Um, when I was, uh, I, people often ask me how I got started, and when I, I really developed a passion for the paranormal, and um, I have to kind of say I was born with the paragene, meaning that you know it was sort of an innate thing. Um, I was always interested. I think ever since I was like a toddler. Um, but around, I guess, the age of four or five was when I really, really started uh, developing a fascination with it. Um, my mom often would tell me stories about people in the family that had experiences, and, um, you know, she was always very open about stuff like that with me. And I, it never scared me. It was just so intriguing and fascinating. And um, I was one of those weird little kids, I guess, that would uh, go to the library and look for books on ghosts and <laughs> Bigfoot and stuff like that. So... Um, mm-hmm. I've been doing it for a really long time, and then when I was, I guess I was about uh, high school age, like a teenager, and I had my very first ghostly encounter, um, I saw a full-bodied apparition, and um, I just, ever since then, I've been really fascinated. I've been interviewing people, researching, and, and traveling the, the state of Florida and even beyond, uh, looking for uh, ghosts and, and trying to understand the paranormal field. Tell us about the, you know, a lot of people don't understand a paranormal. Um, kind of walk us through that particular journey. What is it? And are, are people certain, have uh, born with a certain acute uh, sense of seeing things that we don't see as we walk through this universe every single day? 
I, you know, I do think that we all have it. You know, some people say, oh, you know, you're psychic. I don't have absolutely any psychic ability whatsoever. But I, I do think we all have some level of uh, what I would call sixth sense, uh, some degree of intuition. Um, whether you're an empath and you just pick up on energies or, or vibrations or, or feelings of others or, or things around you, or whether you can really uh, communicate with spirits or uh, be able to kind of foresee things happening uh, in the future. We all have some level or some degree, um, and some of us are a little bit more sensitive and, and are able to hone in on those skills and, and are able to um, to develop those skills a little bit more than other people can. But we do all have that kind of ability within us. Um, and the paranormal really is just anything that to me is is unknown or unexplainable it encompasses so many different things everything from ghost lore to cryptozoology such as bigfoot um uh and and the jersey devil things of that nature um anything that we just cannot understand that's beyond our realm of being normal or typical so you know it, it just i've always like i said i've always been intrigued by ghosts but i've also you know been interested in other things too uh you know sea monsters and and uh you know <laughs> the lizard man you know there's just so much more out there and we just don't understand it all um ufos uh, that's a big one so you know anything that we just cannot necessarily always see or, or feel or, or touch or whatever uh with our five senses is, is paranormal it's beyond the normal realm well, you know, some people have uh, the particular sense of seeing things. I mean, with a UFO, you might mm -hmm. not ever encounter that. But this one, if you go into that environment or space, there's places that are haunted more so than others. Mm -hmm. There's some people that's born with this sixth sense right. that they can see things then we're just grateful not to see. <laughs> right. Some things right. is like you don't want to see the danger around you, so, you know, why invite that in? And I remember having a conversation with another person, uh, Jason Dowell, and we were talking sure. about the Ouija boards and things like that. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. If you walk into that universe or you, we have choices we can't avoid, some people can't avoid them. It just It's just turned on or it never sure. turns off. Uh, right. Some kids see things, and we don't believe that, you know, it's make-believe. We thought it was imagination. But they might be seeing that, and slowly as they get into mainstream, then those those things are taught to turn off. Right. Right. You know, and, and I think for some people, you know, it's being able to have these kinds of sensitivities and to be able to see things, I think it's, you know, it's sometimes it's it's a curse, you know, to them. I've talked to people who have these abilities that are very, very fine-tuned, and, you know, they're able to communicate with the spirit world. They're able to see things and experience things that maybe many typical uh, people are not able to do. And, you know, to some people they might say, wow, that's such a gift to be able to communicate with the other side and, and to see these things. But, you know, to them it's often a curse because, you know, it, it is a very frightening thing and sometimes it's actually an annoying thing, you know, to constantly be bombarded by these spirits who are constantly asking you questions and trying to get messages. 
it's uh, if if you've seen the uh, the sixth sense, you know, you would be able to you know kind of relate to that. With you know, these people are just you know constantly being bombarded and 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 talked to by the other the other world, the other side. So it can be kind of a double-edged sword, I think, for some people. But um, you know, it is it is an amazing thing if you do have that kind of gift. I, I just can't even imagine. You know, for me, I'm I'm more of an empath, so I pick up on energies and vibrations, and I do have prophetic dreams, and and I'm able to sometimes see things through my dreams that do later on happen. But aside from that, you know, there's not much else, you know, psychic to me. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of thankful <laughs> thankful for that, I guess. So. Um, but everyone, like I said, everyone has some level of uh, psychic ability. I, I do, I do believe that. Okay, so you just mentioned something about dreams, and within mm-hmm. your dreams that you actually see in the future, um, when you have those particular instances, uh, instances regarding mm-hmm. your dreams, they come to fruition in the future. Uh, a lot of times they do. Um, you know, it, it's kind of strange. You know, um, I will have a dream. This is a, a, a good example. I once had a dream about my, my son, and um, in the dream uh, I could see things that they didn't necessarily make sense to me the very next morning when I woke up, but they were things regarding him being taken away from me and, and being brought into this strange room, and I was looking through these, these double doors and, you know, trying to figure out what was going on. Why was he being taken from me? He was put on this table, and people were kind of hovering around him, and, and he was crying, and they were trying to help him, and I was in tears. And, and of course, the next morning I was very unsettled and very disturbed by the dream, and um but i just it didn't make much sense to me at the at the time and then a couple hours later i took him to the beach and he had a uh, a very bad accident at the beach it was sort of a freak accident and he fell into a bench that was um on the beach and he actually cracked his head open and we had to go to the hospital and he was taken from my arms and he was brought to this table where these people were obviously standing over him doctors nurses he was screaming. I was in tears, and I realized as I was looking at at him on this table, I was actually looking at him through these double doors, these these little windows on this on these double doors that were in the examination room. And it was just all of a sudden I stepped back and I thought, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know that's really kind of freaky. So, um, but it happens a lot to me where I do see things like that, and they don't always make sense to me. And then later on, they, it's kind of like a puzzle. It all sorts of sort of fits together. So, um, and occasionally, I'll actually have um, people who have um, passed away. They will come to me in my in my dreams. I will talk to people like my grandparents, and people in my family will come to me um, and tell me that they're okay and that everything's going to be all right. And so, it you know, it can be very scary. It can be very comforting. <laughs> But yes, dreams are very powerful. Okay, uh, let's take a break real quick. I mean, let's uh, come back and talk about your book uh, mm-hmm. more in depth of uh, sure. Haunted Florida. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Core Business Show. I'm Tim Jake, your host. You're listening to the Core Business Show, sponsored by Apple Capital Group.
Apple Capital Group in Jacksonville, Florida, is a commercial lender that specializes in asset-based loans, equipment leasing and financing, invoice financing, commercial real estate loans, and asset-based financing in the U.S. and Canada. Apple Capital Group is a direct lender that lends on their private equity investment portfolio. 90% of most loans are decided within two hours and vendor funding within 24 hours after documents are completed with a one-page application. No slow no's, just a quick decision and a fast yes. To get more information about lending from Apple Capital Group, call 866-611-7457. That's 866-611-7457 to speak with one of our loan specialists. Or visit us right now at applecapitalgroup.com. Welcome back to The Core. Once again, here's Tim Jacquin. Okay, our topic for this hour is Haunted Florida Guide uh, to the Departed Soul um, with uh, uh, Kimberly uh, Ritman. Uh Kimberly, when it comes to this particular book, what brought you about in writing this particular book about Haunted Florida? All these... I've been going to all these uh destin you know, these different haunted destinations in the state of Florida. Um, like I said, I was doing it for a number of years and when I first got started doing it, um, you know, I, I really didn't have very much to bring on my investigations. You know, you see some of these teams nowadays and, and you know, they have vans full of, you know, all this fancy equipment, but Back when I got started, you know, it was basically a, a pen and paper and a basic camera, and that was really all I took with me. Um, and when I would go to these different places, I would write down my experiences, I would write down the history of the place, um, whatever the ghost lore was, and, of course, I would write down, you know, if I talked to someone, interviewed somebody. And when I would go back later on and I would review my notes, I was, you know, really kind of taken by all the different places that I went to, and it, it sort of would bring me back to that particular moment in time. And I thought, well, this is kind of fun, you know, rereading all these different experiences. And then I would have people that would approach me, and they would want to read about, you know, some of the places I went. And I thought, well, this is kind of fun. I'm going to maybe make this into a, a book of sorts. And it was just kind of like a, a real casual, laid-back sort of idea I had for a while. But then over time, I would have so many people talk to me about Florida being a haunted state and saying, is it really that haunted? You know, there's so many other states out there, you know, all these New England states and, of course, you know, places like New Orleans. And, and you know, they just don't always think in terms of Florida being a particularly haunted state or having much history. And so the more I would talk to people about it and the more they would ask me, you know, oh, where would you recommend going on a ghost hunt and, you know, I started thinking, well, I'm going to put together all my writings and I'm going to make it into a book, and I'm just going to do it. And so that's kind of where the whole book idea started. Um, and I would just go and, and take, you know, every little place I went to and I would talk about the history of the place, the ghost lore, and, of course, my own personal experiences at each and every one of these locations. And basically I, I – wrote from everything from the panhandle of Florida all the way down to Key West. But um, wow. <laughs> I, I still have tons more to, to write about. I mean, there's just I could do book after book after book. There's just so many places in Florida that are haunted. Hmm. So what is it like in running these uh, into these particular entities? Uh, you know, it, it can be kind of <laughs> scary, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um 
I, you know, I have been in situations before where, you know, it is pretty terrifying. And, you know, you, I think it's just that fear of, of the unknown. You don't see it necessarily. You might just um, hear something or you might just be able to, you know, sense that something is around you. And, and just the not knowing the not necessarily seeing this particular entity can be a very, very scary thing. Um, but, you know, it, it's just it's a mystery, you know, but it's also a thrill in a, in a lot of ways, and that's, you know, why we call it ghost hunting. You know, it's it's kind of that thrill, that adrenaline rush of being able to go to these different places and see if you can uncover some of these mysteries and uh, run into something. You just never know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what is that? Kind of t- take us mentally, what is it like to run into something that is paranormal? Did, did you fear that it would hurt you? Uh, you know, I, I try to never get myself into a situation where I know it's going to be dangerous. Um, you can never okay. obviously predict, you know, what you're dealing with. Um, but, you know, there are situations that, you know, I have done a lot of private um, investigations for for clients, you know, who are haunted in their homes, and and um, a lot of times I'll have people that approach me and say, you know, I I know I'm dealing with a demon, I know I'm dealing with something that's very evil and dark, but I would have to say probably 99% of the time that I hear that, it's not the case at all. I think people just you know are very very frightened and they're scared and they see things that are you know, on television, and they immediately assume that they're dealing with the same kind of thing. Um, But typically that's not the case. However, there are a couple of times, there are those very, very rare times where there are things that are, you know, very dark and very, um, you know, not necessarily things that you want to be dealing with. And so um, I don't like to get myself involved with situations like that. I just don't feel comfortable um, and I feel like if you're not comfortable and you're feeling uh, at the least bit vulnerable to just not even deal with a situation like that to begin with or to remove yourself from that kind of situation. So um, it can be very scary. I always protect myself. I always make sure that, you know, my group and I, we, um, you know, we do whatever we can to protect ourselves wearing, you know, if it's a talisman or some kind of medallion, a protective medallion, or if it's, you know, the cross or Bible or prayer, you know, uh, holy water, whatever it is that works for you, you know, do it. <laughs> but yes, it okay, can be Paul. a little, can be a little scary at times. Absolutely. Okay. And why uh, there's more haunted or haunted uh, locations in Florida? Is there a particular reason why? Because I can expect, you know, I can, mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about which country, uh, Boston. Connecticut, New Hampshire, the, you know, all this part of the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Florida is kind of a, only been around for the last 100 years or so. Mm-hmm. Why why we have this issue there? Right, and that's what I, I you know, once again, one of the reasons that I, I like to be able to educate with my book is, um, you know, we, we do hear that a lot. You know, Florida is a newer state, and, and you know, they, a lot of people, you know, have a, a misconception, you know, because Florida is a beachy kind of place and, you know, we have theme parks and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there's a whole lot more. Um, you know, you have to think about all the wars. Um, just look at St. Augustine alone. You know, I've been to St. Augustine where I've talked to historians and they have, they have said to me, you know, 
there's not a particular place here in St. Augustine that is very haunted. It's all of St. Augustine. Um, you're, you could be walking along. Uh, there's a, a beautiful fort, the Castillo, in St. Augustine, and um, a lot of people think it's just that fort that's haunted, but you could be walking all around and literally walking on skeletons and bones of, of people who have who have died and just, you know, literally they just got buried where they where they fell. Um, you know, you see so you have a lot of war, piracy. Pirates are very uh, well known in the Tampa Bay area and even beyond that. So um, a lot of uh, sea-related kinds of deaths. Um, you have yellow fever. It was a huge epidemic. Um, mm. Just, you know, go to St. Augustine and look around some of the old graves and you'll see a lot of the victims in those graves um, died from yeah. And St. Augustine is is outside of Jacksonville, Florida. I'm sorry. Uh, St. Augustine is the one that's uh, outside of Jacksonville, Florida. Cor- correct. Yes, it's very close to okay. Jacksonville. Yes. Okay. Great. Um, yeah. So, when you uh, make Florida such a, uh, I'm gonna, Regarding your answer, uh, your uh, mm-hmm. investigation, someone just asked me a question through Mount Shrek. So, in the course of your your entire investigation, uh, mm-hmm. what do you like to leave us with your book? Um, well, uh, as far as my book, you know, it, it's like I said, it's a, a educational kind of guide. Um, it's fun, you know. Just enjoy, you know. I know some people like to read it before they go to sleep and then they get scared, but it's just a fun kind of book, you know, and um, it's something where if you're looking for a place to go, to ghost hunt, um, you know, it's it's a great tool to use because I, I sort of break it down from city to city to city, and um, there's just a lot of different places that, um, that you can go and, and something for everybody, I guess. And it's great for the beginning ghost hunter. It's great for somebody who is unfamiliar with the state of Florida. So just enjoy it and have fun with it. Wow. And where can we find your book? Uh, you can find it. It's available at many, many online uh, book retail outlets, uh, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, um, you know, whatever retail book outlet that you use online, it's there. Perfect. Well, uh, do you also do you have a website as well? I sure do. You can find me at my ghost hunting website, which is www.floridaghosthunters.org. Perfect. Well, Kimberly, thank you for joining the program. I really appreciate it. Thank you it. for having me. Thank you, and have fun with the baby. <laughs> oh, I will. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Have a great talk day. to you later. Take care. Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Again, you can download this episode on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, thank you for listening. I'm Tim J.K., your host. Uh, some of this information will be on info at, I mean, will be on the Core Business Show website. Uh, and also, you can get it from those two entities yourself. Thank you for listening. I'm Tim J.K., your host. Everybody, have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. For a free quote on equipment leasing and financing, visit our website, applecapitalgroup.com. That's applecapitalgroup.com. And fill out the information to receive your free quote. We hope you'll join us for our next episode. And remember, you can always get to the Core via iTunes. You'll find all our previous episodes there. Thanks again for listening to the Core Business Show with Tim Jacquet. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.